0: Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. It's your girl Soy bringing you stimulating conversation to the Brew Nation. It's always a joyous occasion here in the cafe. Think on it, drink on it, let's talk now. If Soy means I am, therefore you are bold, beautiful, intelligent, amazing and leaving your insecurities and inabilities to be tested, then rested, while you have real talk with soy. Welcome to the cafe where you can always come right on in and unapologetically be you. Be you. Thank you, thank you for joining me this Saturday. It's a new dawning day. It's a new dawning day. Um, I'm happy to be here on this brisk uh, cool Saturday morning. Um, the cafe is lit. When I tell you lit with coffee, uh, I've had my second cup already <laughs> because I am just I want to be ready uh, for for what's to come. And, and and y'all get ready too. So grab your favorite morning beverage, invite a friend, tag a friend, um, and tell them to join us in the cafe while we have this enlightened, motivating, energetic um, conversation with my brothers and sisters of the Leap. Of the leaf. So if you're not using it, you may not know what that is, but hang on, hang on. I'm going to bring you up to speed real quick, real quick. All right, y'all. So listen, um, first of all, let me just give my birthday shout out. You know, I love my birthdays. I love people to, to, um, I love to see people celebrate who they are. So if you are celebrating and this is your birthday season, happy birthday to you. Enjoy and celebrate you. You know, because we got to teach people how to chew that. So don't just sit back and and say it's okay. I know COVID is is happening. The pandemic is out there and it's real. And we're limited to what we can do. But find some safe way to celebrate who you are and get your family involved, especially the people who are in your household. All right? So let's love on each other and celebrate each other. Happy birthday. I love you. I I I really do. I do. I do. do. All right, y'all. So in the cafe um, with with me um, today are um, a couple of people, yes, 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 we crowded, (laughs) we crowded this morning, Uh, it's a couple of people um, with the motivating stories, and and their stories are because of what they do. You know how we grow up and we we start taking on these, um, uh, we have hobbies. And uh, our hobbies consume us, you know, and they become a part of the fabric of who we are. I've had conversation offline with these people, and when I tell you their hobby has become part of the fabric of who they are, and not only that, they are generating businesses from, from this hobby, um, lucrative businesses, and I'm so excited to, to share that with you. Um, one of my guests, Antonio Brooks, age 45, he's a man of many titles, <laughs> many titles. And here's a fruit of few father, author, and founder of a nonprofit organization called Fight for Life. He is the owner and CEO of Soul Brothers Cigar. So let's welcome, welcome, welcome to the cafe, uh, Mr. Antonio Brooks. Good morning, Antonio. How you good doing, morning. brother?
1: How good you morning. doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's a pleasure to be on this side of the ground.
0: Hey, indeed it is. Indeed it is. So thank you for joining me in the cafe. We appreciate you, all that you do. So thank you. Thank you for that. All right, another phenomenal guest that we have in the show um, today is Deborah Dinkins. Deborah Dinkins. She's from Mississippi. Live in Tampa right now She is living in Tampa Although she's originally from Mississippi She lives in Tampa um, And she enjoys a variety of cigars But Drew Estate line Is one of her favorites uh, She is a member of Fat Ash um, In the cigar community And she started that uh, Well she joined that organization in April of 2020 So welcome to the Cafe Deborah Thanks for being here Thank you Glad to be here all right, sister, sister of the leaf. Um, I want to say that I'm sister of the leaf, right? That's what it is. I yes. promise. I promise my. I promise my guests that I would give them. Um, some information, right? I promise them that they would be knowledgeable about some information. So like, let's just start. Let's just jump right into it. Um, let's jump right in from the perspective of. Cigar 101. For those of you who, um, you, you, you've gotten started, how, how did you get started? How, how did you start this? What, what, what brought you Well, to um, to... How did, I got started, um, my son's father, he smoked cigars. And um, he would introduce me to different cigars, and he would say, try this and try that. And at first, uh, from a man's perspective, what a woman likes is not necessarily what a woman really likes. So what I found, I'm an avid <laughs> coffee drinker. I must have my coffee every morning. I must. That starts my day. So I lean more towards um, flavored cigars initially because that is something that was familiar to me, my day to day life. You know, I, I enjoy sweets and um having a cigar in with my coffee enhanced that. But I slowly start started um learning that most of the things that you enjoy you can associate that with some type of cigar. So whether it's a mild cigar for breakfast or a medium body for lunch and full-flavored cigar in the afternoon, uh, it just tends to increase as your uh, experience and your knowledge increase. So I would suggest that any uh, lady who's interested in um, starting smoking cigars, um, educate themselves. Go out, go to the events see what they're offering, if you know what you like, um, like, like myself with the coffee, that's how I started. And then I slowly started venturing into other areas of the, of the cigars, and then finally I was just hooked, and then I wanted to try everything. And, but I wasn't really getting educated, so I started joining the different groups. Which really started educating me about the cigar culture and the cigar lifestyle. So, if, if I'm a person that uh, I'm a I'm a sweet kind of chick, right? I, I like berries and fruits and all that little cute girly stuff. So, if I was interested in um, wanting, or there are women out there like me who kind of have this sweet thing, what what would you recommend? How can they start? Or, or what are some good flavors that they can start with? Um, to introduce them to it? Well, most women automatically get introduced right away to a cigar uh, called Tatiana, and it does have that realm of berry, cherry, rum, honey, so groovy blue. It has a sweet taste, a sweet flavor. It is a very mild smoke. So if you say, hey, I like this, and I could easily suggest try one of these. If you are a coffee drinker, I would say, well, Java has the mocha, they have the mint, you know, the latte. So those are the ones that most women um, start out with, and then they develop their own taste for the type of cigars they prefer. Um but some of them tend to stick to those particular cigars because they're more comfortable with those. So in your situation, if you like those berries, that brand of cigars would be a go to for me to suggest for you because that's in your realm of flavor that you like. Okay. That's your day to day. I see. I see. Hmm. Now, now, is there a stigma with, um, so if, if the woman decides to, to start smoking, you know, the fruity ones, the, the, you know, I'm going to refer to them as feminine or the mild ones, is there a stigma that, well, you you know, you ain't really no smoker because you come in light, so is there <laughs> the pressure to be heavy, you know, you got to bring the heat because, you know, we... We we uh we come in environments and we're gonna talk about women in this environment in, in a little bit. But you know when we come in environments, sometimes some of us can go toe to toe with the guys. And so um, how how does that um, how does that transcend in, in, in that industry? And I really want to hear from from you, and I want to hear Anthony's um, point, of the, Antonio's point on that.
1: So. Um, and you see,
0: Antonio started laughing right away, so you understand <laughs> there is a
1: stigma. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um. <laughs> It's sort of like the motorcycle world where you have um, what they call one percenters. Um, You just have some people that just want to be in the rim or atmosphere of, you know, cigars. And people who really smoke cigars, those people stand out. We know them right off the jump, as soon as we see them. They really don't know how to hold a cigar, how to cut a cigar, you know, what's a V cut versus, you know, a different cut. Um, they don't really know how to, you know, pull on a cigar, and a lot of them think cigars and smoking cigarettes are the same with two different people. Oh. So you know, you you don't want to sw- swallow cigar smoke. Trust me, you never want sure. to. So, yes, it's, it's it's a total difference. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want
0: to swallow. Okay, not the cigar smoke. That's not what you're going to do. Yeah I heard that no. right? You don't want to swallow. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so Antonio, tell us a little bit about you, um, and 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 how you um got into the the, the cigar world, and then I want I want him to drop something else on y'all what, what he does in the cigar industry. But tell us about your um how you started smoking and, and what you enjoy.
1: Um, I'm I'm a little different from my sister that's on the line. Um, she likes coffee. With her cigars, I'm more of a tea and cognac um, type person. Uh, for many years, uh, cigars has always been paired with a with a beverage, and most times you'll see like a whiskey or brandy um, paired up, paired with a cigar. But I'm more of a cognac and, and tea type person. Um, I, I started off mild to medium, and then I uh, increased my palate because it's basically all about your palate and, um, you know, what you, what you like to smoke. So um, I'm more now full-body Maduro um, uh, smoker right now. Um, being here in Miami, Florida, the Hispanic community, they grew up in the tobacco industry. And for many years, they've, you know, really came off off the backs of blacks and black dollars, and I, I saw I saw that vision, and I kept saying to myself, it gotta be some black-owned companies that can provide good quality cigars for an affordable price. So, um, long story short, I'm a avid poker player. I'm sitting at a poker table talking to a friend, and I told him, I, you know I really want to get into business, but because I'm black, it's hard for me to you know break through." And he said, "I got a guy, you know you can meet," and um. We talked a little bit, and, like, the next week I called him. I said, you know, I want to meet your guy. He said, but he lives in Lima, Peru. I said, okay, no problem. You know, put it together. I'm going to go over there. He said, man, you want to go to Lima, Peru? I said, yeah. He said, you sure? I said, yeah. Made the ranges, fly over there. The only thing is Lima, Peru is known for counterfeit money. So when I got there, they thought I was really trying to get, you know, into counterfeit money. I was like, no, that's not why I'm here. You know, I want to learn about the cigar, the you know the lead where the tobacco is grown and, and the whole nine. Um, but Nicaragua is the biggest um, distributor of uh, tobacco. But uh, long story short, I never had an opportunity to meet the gentleman that I was I was going to meet because of you know they thought I was there for um, counterfeit money. And um, I flew back home, and on a Sunday. Tuesday I got a call to meet a gentleman at a private airport. We sat on his plane and we talked for like four hours. And uh, he asked me, why would you want to do this? And why would you come to a third world country by yourself where you can be robbed and murdered and kidnapped? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I'm from the jungle. You know, I grew up in the hood. So, you know, I had no fear about it. You know, it's my business. And I got two things. I got a firearm on my hip and I got money in my pocket. I'm just here to do business, and um, he said I like this guy, and we sat, we talked, and I told him what I wanted to do, and you know he gave me an opportunity. So from that, and, and that opportunity,
0: I, and that opportunity developed to what? What? What was that
1: opportunity? That, that opportunity developed into Soul Brothers Cigars. Um, I started the company last year in uh, February. Uh, in a few more days, it'll be one, my one year anniversary. And um, all of my cigars come direct from Nicaragua. I just branched out to Dominican Republic. Um, I have two cigars that come from there. And um, I just set up a Zoom with Honduras to see what they bring to the table. And if I like what they bring to the table, I'm going to add them to my cigar line. And um, the rest is pretty much history.
0: So where where else are your um, cigars now being sold? Um, you said you're in Miami. Uh, where where are your yes. favorite,
1: um, cigars being sold? Sold now, and and, um, and how do you how do you service your clients? Um, it's funny because um, I run this right out of my home. There's no you know traditional brick and mortar or you know there's no Mexicans in the back rolling cigars and don't work that way. Um, I did, for a whole mm-hmm. year didn't even have a website, um, which I'm going to launch the website next next month. I pretty much, with the pandemic hitting, I pretty much ran everything on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I took pictures of my cigars with the prices, and I just pretty much told people, hey, if you're going to be home and you have to stay home because of the pandemic and quarantine or whatever, allow me to keep you safe. Or your cigars through uh, text or inbox, and I'll give you the payment platforms, cash app, Instagram, PayPal. You order them, and I mail them right to your front door. And um, right now, I have accounts in Las Vegas at Sugar Daddy's, Louisiana at uh, The Blowing Smoke, New Jersey, Green Room, in L.A. is uh, L.A. Lounge, uh, Texas. I'm down in uh, McCoy's right now. I have a large military clientele. So I'm, I'm happy to say and I'm, I'm blessed that my cigars are now in Afghanistan, Japan. I just hit Germany last week. In Hawaii.
0: Hey, well, kudos to you. Kudos to you for for, for you know just for being successful at, at at this. What what are the prices of um, cigars? What are, what do they run for? Because I hear this is a very expensive um,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> activity. <laughs> yes, yes, you know. <laughs> Cigars and and, and cigar life, it's a lifestyle, you know, Um, but when I got into the industry, I said to myself, I wanted to provide customers with good quality cigars at an affordable price, so my cigars run from as low as $4, and the uh, top seller on my line right now is $15, and that's the cigar that we dedicated to Kobe Bryant when he uh, passed.
0: Now, um, I, I learned that when you know, when I was talking to the both of you um, off offline, I, I learned that there's a lingo um, and there's a lot of play on words in, in this industry um, with cigars. One, um, Deborah is from Fat Ash, and that's P H A P A S H. That is a community, um, uh, a, a group, and they also have a Facebook group. Um, tell us a little bit about Fat Ash, Deborah, and and, and uh, why you joined uh, that cigar community. I initially, when I wanted to uh, increase my knowledge of the cigar community and the cigar lifestyle, I initially joined a group called Grown Ash, and I got invited to um, the Fat Ash group. And right away, what I did, I went into the page, and I noticed um, they also had a brand. And when I went out to the brand, um, I read uh, the intro uh, about the about the group uh, about the cigar community. Also, it had um, information um, about the the cigar lifestyle. Very informative right from the beginning. So I, w- I felt right at home as well. And when I initially, you know, started to uh, post some of my pictures, um, some of my cigars and things that I was pairing them with, I noticed that mm-hmm. the admin, which is Cedric Dunson, would personally make a comment on to my page. And um, little by little, the other admins, so I was welcome right from the beginning. I mean, I felt right at home. Um, And also he said he looks forward to my contribution to the group, and I was thinking, wow, my contribution, I I don't know what that means, but I'm Mm -hmm. just, you know, here to be part of this group. But then I realized, you know, um, they asked for the members' birthdays, you know, starting out, and they have a magazine, and they have a whole collection of brands that fit everyone's um, different lives. They have the Topic Tuesday. Um, they do the throwback so you can put your, your where you were and what you were doing at that time. Okay. So they really were engaging with the members. They really wanted to see what you were doing. They really were into um, asking you, hey, what are you smoking? How did you like that? And like you said, some people just join because they want to be a part of something. Um, But when you join that group, you're really going to learn a lot about the cigar lifestyle. So when I traveled to Atlanta, floor uh, up uh, to see a friend, I was shocked because Cedric reached out to me and he said, hey, I see you in this area. Come meet with me and have a smoke. And I was like, He's wow.
1: Good. He's Did a very good brother.
0: Actually me yes. to come <laughs> smoke with him. So
1: I had that same I experience. <laughs> like,
0: right. And none of the other groups I've been a part of, I've traveled to different cities, would say, hey, where are you? Let's let's meet up. And after that meeting was said and really seeing his vision of where he wants his group to go, uh, we had a great conversation. He took me to one of the local cigar lounges there and suggested, you know, he, he asked me, what do you like, you know, it's not like he says, oh, do you want one of these? or want one? He, he was interested in what i like to smoke. So we sat down and we talked, and a month or so after meeting said, he invited me to be one of his admins in his group, and it has really taken off for me from there. Yeah. That's awesome. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Deborah, Deborah yes. let me ask you this. So, so that that hospitality that he extended to you, you know, that southern hospitality, it, it's a wonderful thing. And sometimes we only see um, things like that happen when the person is interested in us or wants something from us. Um, was it was it just a platonic? You know, the people are like, oh, he invited you to smoke. Like, it was it leading up to something? Was it straight just about the smoke? It was just about cigars. It was just about the community. And it was just about providing education to you. Was it just that? And and and, and is that the norm for this group? Or, you know, or is it just about hooking up, which some people think? You know, you go to the cigar bar and you, you, you just want to go there because the men are there and women just want to get picked up. Oh, <laughs> you- <laughs> uh, people have their different motivations. Um, mm-hmm. The community is a networking brand. However, in this particular group, their interest is mm-hmm. all about the cigar lifestyle and the cigar culture and what what you bring, uh, because. I don't care how long you've been smoking; you're always going to learn something new. Someone has okay, okay. Uh, it, it, it's it's evolving; it's constantly evolving. And um, I, I've had the opportunity to meet some really great entrepreneurs. And Anthony, I see his brand all over Fat Edge. You know, people getting deliveries, and 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 I had someone, and I took a screenshot of. Anthony's cards because someone had posted it. I just haven't had an opportunity to try this, try your cigars, but believe me, it's in my little um, log for me to reach out to you and try your cigars because I've you heard no so much about it him because, because that's how he was it, – it was platonic. The meeting was, hey, you know, let me welcome you into this lifestyle because, like you said, you're going to discuss how – sisters are treated as opposed to when they're walking into a lounge uh, versus when a man walks in because there's a lot of brothers that know much less about smoking cigars than I do. (laughs) And I've had men reach out to me on my page to get my opinion about certain cigars. So that's what fat ash means to the women and the men in that group. We are here Um, as a community and we are going to educate each other and we're going to enjoy everything about the cigar lifestyle together.
1: You know, if, if I may, um, pick up, piggyback off what, you know, my sister just said, um, said, I, like I said, I had the same experience, um, cigar week in Atlanta and he's like an icon in this industry. Um, Him and gentlemen like Cigar Mike. They're like icons. Mm -hmm. So me being sort of like an infant in this particular world, I'm inside of the patio, and Sid walks up to me. I'm standing there looking like, you know, I'm looking at a rock star pretty much, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I told him. I said, man, you don't know how much you've influenced me and how much, you know, I look up to you. And he said to me, man, you know, let's go over to the humidor and get you something to smoke. Now, I own my own company, but he wants to offer me, you know, smoke. The house hospitality was there. We ordered drinks and we just, you know, sat there and we talked about business. You know, even when I met Cigar Mike, another icon in this industry, these you know, these gentlemen, open arms, you know, a world of knowledge when it comes down to, you know, cigars and, and things that's moving and shaking. So, um, it wasn't one of those type of things where I got my brand and I'm trying to start and the whole crab in the bucket syndrome is not like that. You know, mm-hmm. we really greet each other. We really show, you know, each other love. You know, you mm-hmm. have a big event down in Atlanta and then, you know, you got one coming up in Texas and make a uh, cigar week and then you have one in Vegas. So we, okay. we, we travel the world with this particular lifestyle and it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, listen, let me ask you this brother. What about um and I know that there there are people who have um uh, there are myths in, in, in every community in, in every industry. What are some of the, the biggest myths about um in the cigar industry that that, that people um walk away with?
1: Um some people who're not in the cigar world think a cigar bar is just like going to a nightclub. It's two different things. <laughs> It, it, it is two girl. different worlds, two different mm-hmm. atmospheres, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite sure my sister will tell you it mm-hmm. they don't even compare at all. Tell That's tell one it. of the biggest tell things the that I I, I, I I noticed. Mm. You know, it's when you're in a cigar bar, it's more of a you know laid back, elegant setting, um, and believe it or not, people really get dressed up to go to a cigar bar. You know mm-hmm. so. You know, you get dressed up and go to a nightclub, but when you're there, the atmosphere is totally different. Most of the time, the music is low. Sometimes the lights are dim. You know, the, it's all about the actual cigar and not, you know, what's going on. And it's, it's not a sports bar, even though you have some sports bar that allow you to smoke, but it's just totally different atmosphere. It's like people who smoke stogies and cigars, are not the same people who smoke Black and Miles and a cigar you buy at a, at a gas station with two different people. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think my sister can attest to that. You know, being being in this particular world, also, you know, she she may see the same thing that I'm talking about.
0: Yes. And the conversations for the ladies in a cigar lounge is totally different in a nightclub. The, the, the greeting is totally different. How they look at you is totally different. Uh, you know, you normally go to a nightclub. You, you, you're out to have a good time and, and dance and drink and maybe meet, meet different people for intimate reasons. But when you walk into a cigar lounge, it's totally different. Everyone asks how you doing. You know, <clears throat> they, they they invite you. Um, you're there to wind down, relax, enjoy your smoke, um, have various conversations, whether it is business, whether it's just day to day, and whether it's just to uh, network. You just never know what that experience is going to bring each time that you step into a cigar lounge and um, someone like Anthony, if he's there and giving me a card, I will support him 100% because you see people that are um, trying to become pioneers in, these, in this industry. And um, you're more likely, if I can go into a lounge and give them 30 $40 for a couple of cigars, Definitely, if this brother came up to me and spoke to me, he would definitely have my attention right away. So that's the vibe that I get when I walk into, you never know what your experience is going to be, and it's enjoyable. You, you, you walk away like, wow, you know, I really enjoyed myself, you know, the people there, and nobody's a stranger. Nobody's a stranger. You're all part of that culture. It's a family.
1: I I can honestly tell you that um, there are a multitude of business deals that are being, you know, made or closed or sealed over having a smoke and uh, a drink. You would be surprised, you know. So when you're in the cigar lounge like that, you're sitting next to someone who's a CEO, and then the Mm -hmm. person to their left may be a sanitation worker. When you're in a mm-hmm. loud, what you do for a living means nothing to nobody in here. We in here for the love of the leaf, and that's why we're here. And you know, the, the, com- the camaraderie <laughs> and the conversation. Mhm. I
0: love, I love the leaf, though. I love that. It's so cute, brothers and sisters of the leaf. When when, when we were talking, and I was standing and, and, and making notes and getting ready for the show. Um, um, I was running, and coming across acronyms, and I'm gonna tell you of the past. I, I, I'm not a cigar smoker, but I, I um, you know, we talk about a lot of different things. Some things that I don't experience, but we talk about it on the show because people experience it, right? And so I want to bring the conversation, bring the product, service, or the lifestyle to, you know, to a place where we can have a, a discussion about it in, in the cafe. And so I've been educated, y'all. The past, what well, it's been. Um, seventy two hours I have learned so much about uh, the cigar world and uh, and I'm gonna tell you that i um, you know just drinking coffee and, and and I'm a beverage drinker you know I, you know I, I drink you know the wine and that, that kind of thing and so flavors and 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 verbiage and words and description of flavors. You know, I find myself captivated in it, you know. I can almost taste it if you're telling me about something. So my conversation with, with, with the two of you, and as we were talking about um, beverages and, um, and we talked about um, the, the cognac and the coffee and the flavors, I could almost taste it, you know, in, in the back of my mouth. But uh, So I, I appreciate that education that you all have provided to me. And, and if I'm a non-smoker and I have been um, educated and learned so much, you know, in the past, you know, five days that I've been researching this topic, um, I can just imagine what people who are connected to the two of you are doing and learning as they participate in, in this lifestyle. So thank you for being transparent and, and sharing that, you know. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I saw this I, I saw this thing um that I thought was um was phenomenal. And um uh, and, and I want um I want my brother here to. So I don't know if if you all have seen commercials or pictures or actually seen it in person, where if a person is smoking a cigar, they have this long ash on the cigar, <laughs> and I'm like, what the? Heck? Is that a picture? Is that like you know? Is you know? Did they Photoshop that? Like what is that? And how did that happen? What is that? <laughs>
1: no, that's that's not Photoshop. Um, it, it is. so some people it, it takes. It's it's an art behind it. It it, it definitely is. Yeah. Um. They they have actual competitions of people who smoke cigars mm-hmm. and can develop the longest ash, um, the thickest ash or whatever without it breaking off. So Ooh. it's truly a lifestyle. It's truly is 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 competition, and it it, it mm-hmm. shows that you know you have growth in the cigar world when you're able to develop an ash like that. That's not something. You're gonna pick up a cigar today and learn how to do tomorrow. I'm quite oh, sure my no. sister can tell you tell you that.
0: Oh, I'm working on mine, and so I, I'm starting to learn to perfect that. You can't you, you you can't puff it too fast. You can't puff it too slow. I mean, it is a skill set, and some cigars have those um, the, the the wrapper and the leaves and the fillers mm. and the binders that give you that perfect. Um, Uh Ash opportunity But you have to learn the technique And I've been working on my skill. And our group have a daily Ash King and Queen Contest And just to see the pictures Are unbelievable Unbelievable So it's a whole thing and it's a whole thing. Ash King and Queen Contest. Oh, my God. That is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cute. so cute. That's so cute. So now, now let's, let's share a little more information before we, before we wrap up the show. I kind of want to get into um, some, of, some of the brands. Um, I, I know that there are, um, especially with the um, Soul Brothers, I know you guys have, have lots of brands, um, I, I want you to share um, with the audience um, some of the what the colors mean, you know, and 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 what's considered a dark or a strong cigar, and what's a mild one, and and how can we tell that by by observing it on site?
1: Um, when you have a darker cigar, most of the time it's a Maduro, and that is a very strong cigar. Um, a lighter color cigar, which is kind of sandy, uh, like sandpaper that will be considered as a uh, Connecticut. And then you have one that's in between a light and a dark that will be considered as a Habano. So it's basically your f- flavor profile and, and how strong you can take, you know, the particular cigar. So, you know, and that, uh, sometimes that comes with time. You develop what you like. And then you have a cigar that's called a Tres Copa, and it's a mixture of a Maduro and a, and a uh, Connecticut and um mm. or you can have uh a, a maduro a Connecticut, and a candela and the candela is a is a green leaf mixed in mm-hmm. you know with with the uh the cigar Mhm
0: Don't forget the Cameroon.
1: <laughs> yep you right you right I forgot how, about that ladies,
0: See how the ladies come through help them, that tell them tell them that tell them <laughs> And and, and, and the I Maduro needed. leaf Yes, the Maduro Leaf, I I love the Maduro Leaf. And 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 sometimes it is um depending on the line of cigars, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a strong cigar. Uh one of the ones I told you about the Druid States, you know, that I love out of that line is the fat bottom daddy and also the the underground Maduro. It is not an overpowering smoke. However, the one thing that I started with is you have to educate yourself. You have to understand what you're smoking, and you can't just go and say, ooh, I love this label, And then it's the worst cigar ever or something that's outside of what you normally smoke. You cannot ever pick a cigar looking at the label, ever, if you do not um, know anything about that cigar line because you will be disappointed or you may be pleasantly surprised. So you have to keep that in mind. Never pick a cigar by the label or or because – because they have some beautiful labels that that really catch your eye automatically, and you're like, "Oh wow!" but with most cigar lounges, they have the box there, and they have the description, and some of them some of them have medium mild, or full body, or if it doesn't say that, there's a color wheel that has the goes from like yellow all the way up to red, so it kind of gives you an idea the flavor profile of this cigar and, and give you a little background. So you really have to learn because when you're traveling, you never know uh what the lounge setup is, the humidor what their setup is. So I never pick a cigar because the label is cool or pretty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. That that's a mistake. <laughs> When do when do, when do you get to the point that that, that you can kind of um, taste um you know whatever is advertised with um, the the cigar or whatever the cigar is known for whether it's the flavor um, is that throughout the, the, the smoking or you know how do you when when do you get there that, that, that you taste this this infused flavor. Uh, Infused cigar is just that. It's infused, and it'll tell you what it, it, you know, most time what it's infused with. A regular cigar is a little bit different because you have to know the background of that cigar, the origin of that cigar, the type of leaf that it's wrapped with, the fillers that it has, and then you can pretty much um, once you light it. And lighting the cigar is very important. You don't want to just torch it and just because it'll give you a bitter taste from the beginning. You have to really know how to heat the foot of the cigar and then light it to really start the flavors. And then they start to change about midway and then torch the end if you take the label off like I do and smoke it past the label. So the flavor wheel of a cigar um changes based on the cigar itself. Uh, so you tend to, well, for me personally, I tend to pick up that if I'm drinking bourbon, if I'm drinking uh, scotch, if I'm drinking whiskey, some of the, the flavor notes I can start to taste based on what I'm drinking. And I don't know if that's the same for Anthony, um, because, yes. you know, everybody, um has a different experience with different types of cigars.
1: Yes, she's absolutely right. Um, Like me per se, a person who loves, you know, I like to have a beverage with my cigars, but I can't drink whiskey or bourbon or, or, you know, I can't drink it. The last time I drank it, I was at a stop sign waiting on it to turn green. So I stick, (laughs) you know, I kind of stick to Cognac and Champagne. Because I, I drink some whiskey, it, it's over for me, you know. So she she's actually telling you the truth, you know. Um, as you smoke a cigar and you really get into it after a while, you, you start tasting the, you know, the different flavors and the makeup of the cigar. Like I have a cigar part of my line called a threesome. It's, uh, you have a Maduro, a Connecticut and a um, Habano all in one stick. And as you smoke the cigar, you start off with the Connecticut, and then it goes into the um, Habano, and eventually you hit the Maduro. So you're getting three different flavors all in one stick. So you're going to take that nutty, uh, woody taste, you know, and then it's going to it's gonna elevate to another flavor, you know, not really so much as, as a sweet flavor, but you're going to pick up other things in the cigar. And mm-hmm. that particular- Particular cigar is a conversational piece, because the first Mm -hmm. time you tell somebody I had my first threesome, people are going to be looking at you kind of strange, you know what I'm saying, but not knowing (laughs) that you're just saying that you just had a cigar, and that's the name of the cigar, so um, having a a catchy name doesn't necessarily mean it's a great cigar, but, you know, it's a conversational piece, and, and just having the experience, so.
0: I'm gonna tell you, 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 uh, the two of you. Are, 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 this has been an experience, um, experience for me. I, I appreciate all, all the information and the notes, and and all the tips. But, but can you, can both of you share a tip about cutting um, before we uh, exit um, the show? Um, for me personally, it, it depends on what gauge cigar I'm using, and. What style Of cigar I'm smoking So um, If it's a torpedo Based on the gauge Of that I might do a V-cut And um, I tend to Lean more towards The V-cut Or the punch Because my gauge May range from A 50 to a 60 gauge I don't normally Go bigger than that Um because I'm, I'm a lady, and I personally don't like a huge, huge gauge cigar to try to smoke. But also, I don't care for the um, straight cut, and it has been made soon see people in the lounge when they're cutting their cigar through the straight cut. It's a little cap at the top of your cigar that you don't supposed to cut too far past. Because if you do you tend to get the fillers falling out in your mouth or your cigar starts to unravel. And now I'm mad because I got to deal with this before I can start to enjoy my cigar. So you really have to um, know what what type of cut you enjoy and what gauge of cigar goes best with what cut for you. So I I like the punch and the V cut. It gives me a slower smoke where I can enjoy as opposed mm-hmm. to, a straight cut that that gives you that full flow of the cigar right from the beginning. Oh, okay. Okay. Because okay. I'm, I'm gonna be sitting yeah. here for a while, so I don't want to feel rushed. <laughs> and I hate for anybody to come with me until I gotta leave because you can't just take a half smoked cigar with you.
1: Exactly. I mean,
0: really. So you want to sit you are there and if you do you got to know how to blow the smoke out of it cut it at a certain point and you better smoke it later that day or the next day or you can just put it in the trash because it's no yeah. good after oh, that
1: wow. yeah. um me personally uh, majority of cigars that I would smoke but uh, normally be a 60 gauge and if I'm going to do a 60 gauge I would do a um, a punch or uh, just a snippet of the cap, um, straight cut of the cap. If I'm mm-hmm. going to go into 70 gauge, um, I want more of the draw, so I'm going to go with a V-cut. Um, I've also tried a punch, and it, it was it was a nice experience, but I tend to stick to the V-cut. Okay. Well, um, we're
0: going to take a quick break. We're going to let y'all simmer on that let you send on the cutting, and we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be um, sharing some closing words from our guests. So, yeah, hang tight, and uh, we'll be right back.
1: I'm
0: hearing a lot
1: of um, yes. a, a lot of uh, movement over there. Oh, I apologize. I was um, making use of my time getting my okay, customers go packages. With you.
0: All right, if you're just now tuning in with us, you've missed quite a bit. So do share. Um, share this information with other people that you know are in the, um, are brothers and sisters of the leaf. It's not getting right. Brothers and sisters of the leaf, or maybe have an entrance. Um, you just never know what people are indulging in, especially now that we're in, in the pandemic. People are finding more and more things to do at home. Uh, maybe this is something they can start, um, at home if they so desire, but we've shared a wealth of information, um here in in the cafe, and and not only that, um, my two guests are going to share with you where you can reach out to them um, to join um, their community and or buy um, their products or uh, any of their apparel. So we have um, um, Soul Brothers, um, who is um, Antonio Brooks. So, Antonio, where can people get more information about your your cigar line and where can they um, find you on social media?
1: Uh, just like Fat Ash, we have a uh, cigar group and it's called Soul Brother Cigars. Um, you can reach us there, and uh, we have an Instagram page also under Soul Brother Cigars underscore 9001. Um, my direct line is 786 537 4243, and my email address is Antonio HP Brooks. You can reach out to me, and like I tell anybody, I don't know who you've been smoking with over the years, but can you pick up the phone and call any one of those companies and talk to the owner of the company? That's what sets Soul Brothers Cigars aside from other companies. You can call me direct and have a conversation with me. I'm never going to be too big where customers can't reach me.
0: Okay. Well, you heard that. And not only you have a nice smoke, you get customer service, you get information, and you get education. So he is at Antonio H P Brooks at. And you didn't drop that last bit of your email yeah. address. Is that Yahoo? Uh, Gmail.
1: H- uh it's uh, Gmail okay. Antonio H. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: Antonio H P Brooks at Gmail dot com. Gmail dot com. That's what it is.
0: Antonio H P Brooks at Gmail dot com. Not Comcast dot net. <laughs> no, not uh, I laugh every
1: time I hear that, right? Oh, or A O L. Remember
0: A O L? Oh, that's y'all so got, if, if y'all still got those, right? If you still got those email addresses, you need to it. And you're probably getting a lot of spam too. All right, thanks, thanks, Antonio, for that. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for um, um, being here with, with me uh, in the cafe. All right, Ladybug. Tell them where they can find information about the um, group that that you're with, that Ash. Yes, um, Fat Ash um, does have a Fat Ash group on Facebook. Uh, you can follow them on IG as well, Fat Ash Collection. <clears throat> they also have a webpage, fatashcollection.com, which has a variety of gear, accessories, masks, I mean, anything, it's very friendly for both female and male. Um, Cedric Dunson is the owner of the Fat Ash Group and um, just everything that is Fat Ash, actually. Um, so if you're interested, just like Anthony says, he. Is very welcoming. You can reach out to him. Um, he will call you, message you. He does have his own personal Facebook page as well. Um, so please join us. We'll be happy to have you. I, I want to I I say that. Um, so I, I talked with Cedric, and it's a great conversation, great energy. Um, he had a previous engagement where he couldn't be on the show today, and so a mm-hmm. member of this group Deborah, represented the group and, and came on to be a part of it to have this experience and and I just love that and and, and you know I, I am such a component of um, black businesses, um, customer service supporting each other and showing up and so I just wanted to point that out that 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 is um, an example of what we should be doing you know to help support um people who we do business with, our partners, who we're in association with, you know, we show up because opportunities present themselves, and they're not always going to be convenient for us as we like, but, you know, we show up. And so thank you, Deborah, for showing up on behalf of the group that, that, that you support. So shout out to y'all, and may you continue to do well in, in, in all of those endeavors. Thank you so much. All right, any last words you want to leave um, what's with-
1: in, in the cafe before you exit the show? <laughs> uh, basically, continue to put some smoke in the air. Most importantly, <laughs> But what we're going through in the world right now, please wear your mask so we can get back to normal living. Um, so so I, I, so, to I sound so responsible. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Yes, all you would say. Go ahead. Yes I would like to say Just being part of uh, Being a sister of the least It has been a great Experience and like you said The support of each other Is so very important To keep this community Growing and vibing And Anthony I wish you much Success seems like you are off to A wonderful start Um your, your, your podcast awesome um, thank you for having me I, I, it was an honor to be on your show this morning and share any information and I hope that it helps someone out there especially a sister wanting to become a part of the cigar culture so I want them to come on in and feel comfortable Um, because there used to be a stigma that women shouldn't smoke cigars or they shouldn't do this or shouldn't do that. That's not how we view our beautiful
1: sisters as a leaf. We welcome them. We welcome them with open arms. Yes.
0: Well, I um, I appreciate you both, and thank you for um, hanging out here with me in the the cafe. Y'all keep smoking. I'm going to keep sipping over here. And um, for all of you who are, are interested in being a guest on the show, don't forget to visit the website, soy.com is where you can visit um, and contact me there. There is a contact form. So if you're interested in being a guest, um, put that information there. If you want to just leave a comment of how you felt um, um, about the show, or some of the information we shared, do that there too. And for all of my previous and past guests, who have been on the show, do go there and share your experience. Um, And if you know someone that has a product or service that they're interested in putting out there, um, please have them reach me at coffeetalkwithsoy.com. We want you to come on and and be our guest, right? Be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. So thank you all for hanging out with me here in the cafe, um, and I will see you all next Saturday. So you continue to be safe. Continue to quarantine, wear your mask, and be selective of who you spend your time with. Okay, all right, it can make all the difference in the world. Yes, 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 yes. Be selective who you spend your time with. Not not just because of COVID, but because you know your surroundings impact who you are. So go out there and be great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank
1: you, thank you, thank you. you. I look forward to have a great day. possibly coming back on the show at another time.
0: Absolutely.